Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bull Take Scouting Podcast. I'm pumped to share this one with you because we got a special guest today, Purdue linebacker and 2022 NFL draft prospect, Jalen Alexander. What's up, Jalen? What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? We're doing good. So we'll we'll hop right into this interview. Start off with a few pretty easy questions. So when did you start playing football and what made you fall in love with the game? I started playing football when I was five years old. Really? I don't know. It's just ever since I, I came out the womb loving football. For real, it's just I don't know. It was just something about the sport. I always I always had a football when I was young. I always I had jerseys. I got pictures of me wearing Cleveland Brown jersey. I didn't have football in my hand since I was since I was a baby. So, you know, it's just my love just always been there. So it's always been genuine. Yeah, I a few of the guys we've had on for interviews said they started playing young, you know, five, six, seven years old. And I always love seeing those kids run around. The helmets are way too big on them. The tiny little bodies running around. It's so funny to watch. Yeah. Those were the times, man. I miss those times for real. Do you have a favorite memory from your football career? I got a lot of memories. <laughs> I, I I remember so when I was younger, I used to play lineman. I was a lineman like for offense. But when I, I always played linebacker though. But I was always a bigger kid, so I was always like on the older level. So I was always with the older kids and stuff. But what's crazy is my quarterback I snapped to when I was a young kid was my quarterback in high school. And we're going to get wow. to that when y'all talk about that. But I got a lot of memories, man. I played for I played for a couple of different teams, but it was never when I – but I went back to my old youth football program when I was, like, probably like sixth, seventh grade, eighth grade. And it was – it just – it was, the love was just, like, okay, I'm back at my home, like, you know, where it all started when I was younger, so – you know, it, it was good, man. Those times was good. So you, you said that you, you started off snapping to your quarterback, but then in high school you were catching touchdowns from him as a wide receiver. So how do you end up transitioning at some point on the offensive side of the ball from offensive line to wide receiver? So, yeah, so, so the whole time I was, I was younger, man, I was playing lineman, but I was like, I was playing guard. I was playing tackle. I was a, I was a good center. You know, I always knew how to really block. And so I was just doing that for a long time. But as I got older, I, you know, I lost weight. You know, I got skinnier. And by my, probably like, I want to say like sixth grade, seventh grade was my first year ever running the ball as a running back. But I was still playing linebacker and stuff. And I actually played D-line a little bit too. So I still got the D-line work. But I started playing running back. And ever since then, I was I was playing running back, playing running back. And I got to my junior year, and my coach moved me to receiver. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to play receiver, but my one of my friends was a receiver, so I really just learned off him for real and watching NFL receivers trying to learn. But I wasn't no receiver though, so it was just like it's different. You miss being down in the trenches. I mean. Those times was fun, but I'm a backer now, so you know, I like I you know I like flowing over the ball, I like seeing everything, and, you know, getting to the ball. But them trenches definitely, it's definitely different in the trenches though. Yeah, it's it's different all right down there. It's definitely different. Do you, do you think your 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 background playing all these positions, including wide receiver, how that's helped you at the linebacker position? 
man, that helps me. It helps me a lot, really. Um, you know, playing receiver, I had to learn, you know, how to read defenses. I had to learn, okay, if this corner, you know, right here, if he's sitting, you know, he might be in cover two, he might be man, you know, just depending on what he's doing. You know, if that safety's high and it's another safety low, he might be in cover three in this corner playing off, okay, I might run a hitch and sit it down. You know, certain things like that help me to when I'm, you know, at, on defense, I understand what's going on when, you know, if it's cover two, the receiver, he might run a curl. He's trying to sit behind me, you know, he's trying to find that that zone, that empty hole behind me, you know. So it helps me determine. And I play running back too. So when I'm, you know, when I'm playing back and now, I can just tell and feel like, okay, he about to get the ball. I can feel where he about to go. Because when I'm thinking, I'm really the back without the ball, you know, you know, so I'm flowing with him. And I can really tell because I played offense. I know what's going on. So, I, you know, it helps me a lot, actually. So. I really and I didn't like it when I played receiver, but now I understand what my high school coach is doing for me. You know, in the future, it helps me a lot. So, you know, I'm, you, I'm glad you did that. That that shows up on tape too. You you can see like your instincts, yeah. and that's something that you can't really teach someone. But it, it makes a lot of sense that you you really got those instincts from playing on the offensive side of the ball, from playing running back, from playing wide receiver. So that definitely makes a lot of sense. Exactly, and and, and playing lineman too. When I was younger, I could. It, it gives me, you know, the, the little senses and the little reads of when a lineman is about to pull or if he's about to down block. I can just feel all those things because I've played both sides of the ball. So, you know, it, 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 it's a blessing. You know, that's why I love defense because I can get to that ball faster. Yeah, that, that's definitely super valuable to have played all those positions. And to go back to your recruiting process, you, you were recruited by really a whole variety of schools, including uh, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, NIU, New Mexico, and you picked Purdue. And obviously Purdue really is the best football program of all of those schools that offered you. But were there any additional reasons that made you pick Purdue? Really? My whole thing was, you know, you named a lot of Mac schools. And, you know, I love the Mac. You know, it's great competition. But, you know, at the time, I felt like I was, I was, you know, better than the Mac. I, I felt like I could compete at a much higher level. So, I was, I always, you know, I had those a few schools in mind, like NIU and Central Michigan, you know, one of my, one of my teammates from high school, he went to Central Michigan. So, you know, I had a, I had a few schools in mind, but it was just like, you know, I, I want to play at the highest level that I know I can play at. So, you know, that's really why I just kept pushing, kept pushing myself. And once I got that Purdue off, I was like, it's the Big Ten, it's two hours away from the crib, you know, it. My little sister was just born. I didn't want to, you know, for, have her forget about me. So it was a lot of reasons why I felt like Purdue was a good fit. You know, the school ahead of you don't you can't get no better school than me. You know, so it's just like a lot of reasons. And I love playing in the Big Ten. You know, it's the best competition in the country. So why not? You know, I love it. Yeah, that, that's definitely super difficult to turn down. And you said you you thought you were better than the Mac, that you could come in and really be productive at one of these bigger conference schools. And I, that definitely happened because as a true freshman at Purdue, you were already just playing in, in 11 games. Uh, you started two of them. You were a valuable contributor. And you really steadily improved since then. And last season, you were just a full a really a full-time starter playing next to NFL draft pick Derek Barnes, getting a lot of tackles. And so what's what's gone into that progression that you've made season by season the past three years? Man, really, um, you know, developing. Uh, you know, I feel like that's one thing, you know, kids have to do in, in college. You have to develop, man. You, 
You know, I learned a lot. You know, I had, I had mistakes. I learned from my mistakes. And, and that's the biggest thing is if, if you're going to learn from your mistakes or you're going to keep making those same mistakes. And I felt like, you know, throughout my career, I've made my mistakes and I've corrected them every time and I got better and I progressed every year. You know, having, you know, Marcus Bailey around, he was, uh, you know, All-American backer, you know, he went to, you know, the Bengals. Having him around, having guys like Derek around, and, you know, a few other guys that was around, that helped me progress. And, you know, I seen them and seen what was the right thing to do. So it was just like, you know, just doing that just helped me. And seeing that, being around that helped me become to where I am now. And, you know, it was just a blessing to have this type of learning experience. Yeah, let's hop into your tape a little bit. Um, you have the speed and the, the football IQ uh, when, you know, reading offenses. You, you make a great path to the football. Um, and, you know, linebackers that can do that, can, that can get to the ball carrier really well or seem to be really productive in the NFL. Would you agree that some of those are your biggest strengths? I would definitely agree that some of my, my biggest strengths are, you know, being sideline to sideline, fast reading the ball, you know, that's, that's my, that's my game. You know, I, I love getting to the ball because, you know, I play offense. So I love, I love scoring touchdowns, but I can't do that no more. So what can I do? I can go get the ball. I can get fumbles. I can get picks. I can run to the ball. You know, it's, it's just different things like that. That pursuit to the ball is a different feeling than, you know, catching the ball and, and running with the ball for a touchdown, you know, just see ball, get ball. That's just what I love to do. So it it's, it's definitely some of my big strength because that's what I, I love to do. So I just continue to, you know, work on those things. And I've got better at a lot of different things because, you know, I never really used to um, know how to play with my hands a lot. You know, I, I as I got older and I start really learning how to play backer, your hands is the key thing to everything. So I definitely got better with my hands over the years. So it helps me to scrape better. It helps me to play sideline to sideline and be fast and make those plays that I know I can make. And something else I really liked on tape, too, you do a really nice job getting skinny, getting through uh, on blitzes and stuff like that. Does that come from being a running back and knowing how to maneuver yourself through holes and stuff? I definitely, I definitely would say that. Um, you know, I, I do – I, I don't really tell people this, but when I train, I don't really train as a backer. I do a lot of offensive training because I've trained as a – you know, I've been on offense and I understand what that type of training can do for me on the defensive side of the ball. It helps me be athletic. It helps me be skinny and be able to maneuver my body differently. So, like playing receiver, doing receiver drills, or doing DB drills, like those, those really the best. To me, the best athletes on the field because they know how to control their body. They know how to control their hips. So, like doing those type of drills helps me be able to do that at backer. And I think that's why I'm, I'm, an, I'm be considered an athletic backer because I can do those things. Yeah, I think that's really showing and anyone who's watching and particularly anybody who's a, a younger football player, man, don't don't limit yourself to one position because you, you can see just how beneficial it is to have background yeah. like on both sides of the ball at several positions because that's only going to help you when you end up narrowing down to one. And to, to move on to well, the other side of this question is you, every, any good player knows that there's always stuff they can improve on. So are there any specific areas of your game that you're looking to improve ahead of your senior season? And any personal goals that you're setting for the 2021 season? Uh, like you said, man, it's always things to work on. And, you know, my thing is uh, just 1% better. Get 1% better every day. You know, and that's, and that's in everything. You know, I don't 
I don't necessarily think I'm perfect in, in any area of my game. So just getting 1% better in, in every area of my game, whether it's hands or pass rush or getting off a block or, you know, working on my breaks or, you know, working on my stance, you know, just basic, basic things like that. Like it gives me, you know, a sense of motivation to like, okay, you're getting better every day and you're getting better on every area of your game. So that's really what, you know, helps me get better at those type of things. Any goals that I have, I have a lot of goals. You know, my number one goal is to win. I want to win games. You know, it's my last season. I'm going to give it everything I got. I'm going to give my teammates everything I got. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to go to battle and we're going to have a, a great season. So I definitely want to win a lot of games, go out with a bang. Uh, any, you know, personal goals, I definitely, I, I want to win the buckets. You know, that's that's my goal. So I'm definitely going to do what I got to do in order to make that happen. So that's, that's what I'm focused on. But I'm focused on just getting better every day. And, you know, as long as I do that, those things will come. Yeah, I love hearing guys who are just like, yeah, I want to win because if you're if you're putting the team first, well, you're prioritizing yourself too. Because if you're doing everything you can for the team to win, you're getting better as a player too, and that's going to help you in your yeah. career. So that's definitely the right mindset. And gearing towards your your team, you guys went two and four last year, but you know when you look at those four losses, they were they were, three of them were one score games. All of them were were games that you guys were firmly in. So. What, what has the team been doing to be able to win those games in those close situations this year? And what are some of the, the goals that the team is setting for the season? Uh, to me, I feel like in those type of games, it comes down to finishing. It comes down to the little things. It comes down to discipline. Because those, it's not like, like you said, it's not like we were getting blown out. It's not like the, the, the point, you know, differential was big. It was small. So, that tells you it was small things that happened in order for us to lose, you know? So what we've been focusing on is the small things, is discipline, is working hard, is finishing. I feel like we've, we had a good spring. We had a good summer. I feel like this is probably one of the best times we ever trained as hard as we did. It's a, one of the best times we, we focused on the little things and focused on discipline. So I feel like I definitely feel in my body that it's gonna be different this year because the way we trained in the offseason, the way, you know, we approached the offseason. So now we are, you know, we got camp coming up in a few days. And, you know, based off of the work we put in, our camp is going to be good. And as long as we continue to get better and focus on, you know, getting better, 1% better every day and focus on the little things, focus on discipline, focus on finishing everything, we're going to have a great season. And that's all, that's all it comes down to. And moving on with talking about your team a little bit more, while watching Purdue games, you, you can't help but notice George Karloftis along that defensive line. My boy. Um, you know, what are the benefits to you as a linebacker having someone that talented anchoring along the line? Man, having somebody like George, man, having somebody like, you know, our, our whole D-line, you know, they're great. They get to the ball. You know, they get to that. They get to the quarterback. And that gives me a sense of relief because, okay, I'm dropping into coverage. Now I rely on my D-line to get to that quarterback so we don't have no, you know, problems going on. Even when, if I'm blitzing, it gives a sense to, to the DBs, okay, the front seven going to get to the quarterback. We got the coverage. So it gives us, a, you know, a sense of teamwork, a sense of everybody's working together as one. You know, having somebody like George, the All-American, you know, one of the best pass rushers in college football, I, you know, I, I feel like that's amazing because now I got him in front of me making plays. I got myself making plays, and we just work off each other, and we play ball. 
And, you know, that's that's really all it comes down to playing one as a team. And that's what, that's what I love. That actually, that reminds me of the last play in, in the Iowa game last year where you're coming up the middle, you're blitzing, you're blitzing the quarterback, you end up getting a, a quarterback hit, and that that gives your secondary the chance to, to like clearly bat down the ball and, and end the game, seal the win. So how, how did it feel being able to, to coordinate that whole play and, and personally to, to make that quarterback hit that ends up allowing your team to seal a, a 1-0 start to the season against a, a good Iowa team? Uh, it was good. Uh, I feel like last year we we had we had a good off season and it, it it went into the fall. But the thing is, we had COVID. You know, we didn't really know if we was gonna play. You know, our games got canceled. A lot of things like that. So it was it was hard to see how it was going. You know, work coming into the fall, but we was able to to come into the fall strong, and it was just great, man. Cause it was like we worked that whole offseason, even though we was dealing with we was dealing with, with with COVID and all the restrictions and not being, you know, together and not training. You know, we actually was together. We finished the game. We was as a team. We was as one. And, you know, that's all it's about. So it, it felt good because it felt like that was a good team win. That was a good time to be on defense. You know, defense win championships. I always want to be the last people on the field. Why not? Because we can make plays like that, so you know, it's it's it feels good when we work together as a team, and that's how I was able to make that play because we was all working as one. Yeah, and we've heard some scouts toss around a six round grade for you. I think both Costa and I see you a little bit higher than that. Um, but going into your final season, you know what does it mean to you to be considered an NFL draft prospect, and how much is the draft on your mind as you come into the season? Uh, it means a lot, you know, it's a blessing because, you know, this is what I've been working my whole life for. It, it, it's just amazing to feel like it's here already, you know, so it feels good. Um, I'm focused heavy on it, but I'm also focused on winning and also focused on getting 1% better every day because I know, you know, them, them grades can change. I already know. I know in my head what's going on. Everything written already. All I got to do is put in the work. So I'm not really too too focused on that, but at the end of the day, we're gonna see who the best. You know, all I, gotta, all I gotta do is work. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's all it's already a great basis to to be really considered as a consensus draftable prospect heading into your last season, because then you're not just confirming that you're getting the chance to build on that and really improve your draft stock. And I mean, as long as you stick to that mindset and get better one percent every day, it's, it's just gonna come itself so you definitely don't have to be fully thinking about it all the time just trying to help your team getting better yourself and it's going to come and um we, we touched on this a little earlier uh, both of us when we were talking about some of the guys you've played alongside with uh Derek Barnes last season Marcus Bailey the the year before and then uh there was also the year before you came Jawan Bentley who's now captain uh, of the a captain for the New England Patriots so Purdue in recent years has had a lot like three linebackers get drafted which is really impressive and so how how much did it help you to play alongside two of these guys and and is is that really motivation to be able to follow in their footsteps? Uh, it's definitely motivation to follow in their footsteps. Uh, you know, I always say all the time, man. I, I know they waiting on me, man. I know they got a jersey waiting signed for me, waiting for me when I get there. So it's definitely a motivation. Uh, those my those my boys, though. Those my brothers. Those my brothers. Those my brothers. So. So, you know, I, it's it's good to have that type of guidance and have that type of 
you know that that learning experience that I had with them. So you know, I'm 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 blessed for it, and I I can't wait. You know, hopefully one day I see them boys. We can swap them jerseys, man. Like a, those gonna be the first jerseys in my house. I'm gonna put them up. Glass them both. Like yeah, these my boys, man. Man, that'll be that'll be an awesome moment. And talking about the NFL, um, we like to ask this question. Everybody see what kind of answers we get. But who, do you have a, a couple NFL role models or guys that you model your game after? Uh, for I, I'm gonna be honest, man. For a long time, I never really had anybody I really wanted to model my game after. I always, you know, just took pieces and bits of you know people and wanted to just be my own person. And you know, but as I got better, as I started learning and studying the game and realizing like, okay, you know, what do I really want to be like? I still want to be my, like myself, but the demeanor, the attitude, the, you know, the, the everything, you know, everything about it. So I would say Ray Lewis, you know, definitely Ray Lewis. That in, in my opinion, he nasty, he aggressive, he physical. And that's what I love. He's loud, he talks, I, you know, he talks, I talk. That's just how I am. I'm loud on the field. I, you know, I, I, I move stuff around, I'm pointing, I'm being loud. That's just how I am. And then you got Luke Kunkel, you know, smart. Man, he's fast, he's nasty, he's quick. He gonna, you know, he, he nice too. I like him. You know, it's a lot of people I can name, man. Devin White, Levante Davis, a lot of dudes I study and I, I try to learn, you know, try to learn a little bit of game from, but I definitely still want to be my own person. So one day somebody can, you know, be on, you know, live and, talking to y'all and be like, I want to, you know, I, I want to be like Jalen Alexander and something like that. So, I, but I definitely look at those guys and learn things from them. Well, you, uh, you mentioned Ray Lewis as a guy you look up to, will you be doing the, the squirrel dance sack celebration after a sack this season? <laughs> no, nah, man, I ain't going to take his little celebration. I'm going to come with my own, though, but he definitely, he, he got a nice little celebration, though. You know, I didn't did that a few times when I was younger or something, but. <laughs> and we have a few more questions to wrap up this is another one we like to ask everybody it's really interesting to see uh the names people come up with you know who are the best few players that you've played against in your collegiate career that i played with or against well, both. You can give us a little bit of both Ooh, i played with i mean you know rondell moore he, he was on the field uh david blau he was a good quarterback. I like him. I like him. And and what's crazy is like I didn't really realize when I was younger how important he really was until I, you know, till I got older. He was nice. I like him. Uh I didn't get a chance to play with Jawan. That was the year when I was in high school, but I definitely like him. Marcus, Derek, Lorenzo. Uh, you know, those are some guys I played with that was nice. Uh we played against them. Rashad Bate, man. We didn't play it against all type uh, J.K. Dwayne Haskins. We didn't play it, you know, against a, a lot of dudes. Um, Penn State. We didn't play it against Penn State. There's a lot of dudes I didn't play it against, but it's just been it's fun because I watched Big Ten growing up. You know, I, you know, so it's like crazy. I played in Big Ten, but it's nice though. Yeah, I mean that. That's that. That, that I thought this one would be interesting, given how how you're a big time player. So, I mean, you go against top competition every single week and, and that shows exactly. with how much big, how many big time players go to the NFL. Exactly. You know, we, in my opinion, I feel like we the best conference in the country. I don't mean, SEC could think what they want. 
<laughs> we're definitely the best in the country. So it's definitely a lot of talent coming up out of there. It's, it's nice, man. It's nice. It's fun to play here. It's a blessing to play in the Big Ten. I'm just glad you know, I got this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely in contention for, for the best, if not the best for sure. But uh, so our last question is one that we like to ask everyone because it just allows us to leave off on an inspirational note for ourselves and for the people watching. And so it's a little bit of a tough one because, I mean, you'll see the nature of it, but it's definitely a good one. And so what is the best piece of advice that you've really ever received in your uh, football career, be it from a coach, a, a teammate, a parent or anyone? Really, um, I received a lot of advice. Uh, my mom gives me good advice. You know, she's really on to my game. So, excuse me. Uh, you know, she gives me a lot of advice. Uh, my coaches then gave me a lot of good advice. But, you know, a few that I really stick with is, you know, when I'm on the field, I've always stuck with this one. Play fast, but be patient. So, you know, and to me, that's play fast. Get to the ball fast. Be, you know, sideline to sideline, you know, break fast, get to that tackle fast, but be patient, see everything, you know, open your eyes, make sure you see what you see and then you go. So, you know, that's that's something that's always stuck with me. Uh, another thing, uh, be a pro before you are already a pro, you know, prepare like a pro, because as long as you prepare like a pro, you're going to be on top of your game. You're going to mess up here and there, but as long as you prepare like a pro, you're gonna be aware of those mistakes. You're gonna be you gonna know why those mistakes happen. Um, really, I, I got a lot, I got a lot more really, but you know, any emotional motivational things is really I tell myself, and that's really just keep pushing, get better every day, one percent better every day. Uh, you know, that's really much that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, and just be yourself. That's really it. Believe in yourself. Don't tell no, you know. Don't let nobody tell you you cannot do nothing. And, you know why can't it be you? You know that's one thing I've, I've always, because my I've never been that top person. I've never been, you know. Like you, y'all see now, you know I'm not really like they don't say I'm about to get first team all Big Ten. You know, so like I, I'm the underdog. I like working, and I like you know when I, that opportunity comes, I'm gonna take it because it's here. So it's just like. You know, opportunity gonna come. Why can't it be you? So you know that's why I, I stick with that and I stay on those things and try to motivate myself every day, day in day out. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, be why not you? I think that's that's a great piece of advice for anyone, regardless of you know, sports, you know, anything really. Why can't you be a president? Why can't you be the next doctor, the next great? You know this. Why you can't be the next? You know the person to do anything great. Like, why can't it be you? And that's I just stick with that. You know, and anybody can can take that. Anybody can can say that to yourself. Go in the mirror, wake up. Why can't it be me? Why can't I do this today? I, I think that's definitely a, a fantastic note to leave off on for anyone watching. Just whatever your dream is, go chase it. Because why can't it be you? I mean, here here we've got Jalen, who's that's a season good. away from the NFL, playing in the Big Ten, playing the game he he loves that he's played since he was five years old. So man, it, it's it's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for for sharing all of this Thank knowledge and insight with us. Thank you for having me, man. It's a blessing, man. Thank you for this opportunity. You know, it's, it's been great talking to you guys, man. Just you know, giving advice and talking about my game. It's definitely been a good experience. Yeah, thanks again. Uh, good luck this season. We'll be sure to keep in touch. Maybe 
uh, talk again around draft season. Yes, sir. Definitely. We can all set it up. We're going to talk. All right. Sounds good. Uh, See you later. Uh, we'll talk to you all, boy.